Hey, Bad Girl Mystic has returned. I am here. It's been a few days since my last podcast that I launched um, where I talked about the art and soul of transforming trauma. Well, confess to you all, I was a bit nervous. So um, I just went for it and talked and talked and talked. <laughs> so let's get down to where I want, where I'm inviting you to go with me on this podcast. And I am going to just share with you a little bit about where I'm at now. My, my feels and my moves and where I've arrived after 30 some years of transforming trauma. Just so you know, it might get loud here. My neighbor just got home, so the dogs tend to go crazy. Um, I have rescue chihuahuas. They hate every other dog in this vicinity <laughs> for those who have who are also have rescue dogs and understand the the quirks of the nervous system of a rescue dog. So kind of similar with myself, I see myself. Um, and why I believe I have so much patience with them is that I still have quirks. After 30-some years on this journey, um, fuck, 30, it will be... 36 on May 1st. Um, 36 years on this journey of working with trauma from pre-verbal childhood. And why is that important? Because when you have trauma happening with you to you before you have a language to define trauma, your expression of trauma is in body language, is in vocal language, and your response to the trauma may have also been dogpiled on because you were then um, pressured. Either we are pulled by pain or pulled by pleasure. So many times we were pulled by pain to suppress and collapse and squeeze and shrink and bind our natural truth and expression. So that's the way I describe it for myself. I mean, when I'm speaking, I'm speaking of myself. And so I looked for ways to find pockets, spaces to be alone as a child where I could express, where I could do. Um, but I lived in an environment where there was chaos. I watched, um, I don't know if anyone else is a fan of um, The Rookie, um, you know, brown coats forever. Anyway, um, he, there's this great line in it that I thought explained 
this one character's sensory overload from growing up with chaos and how the isolation is done to protect ourselves so from a very young age I learned to isolate to protect myself and as I'm speaking I'm feeling as I'm talking about this um, tension in my body um, just FYI I still right now I'm struggling with chronic pain and chronic muscle tension from years of clenching and um, curled inward body posture that is for the most part unconscious it, it's it's a protecting body armor posture and my nervous system's reaction to clench so as a young child, this was already happening. So I, I, I would look and seek for those spaces of independence where I could just move and feel without restriction. I could move and feel from my intuition, from my heart, from my spirit, from my center. And without fears of immediate repercussion, but also within those spaces, I developed my hyper awareness. I desired that feeling, that sensitive as fuck hyper awareness to extend out my nervous sensory field in my environment to be aware of any changes that might bring danger or um, where I had to become still where I was afraid to react I was afraid of how my reaction would be interpreted and at that age I was already carrying so many secrets of with the predators that my caretakers trusted were stripping away from me. And so 30 years up into the now, a lifetime of living in this, this chaotic wave of reaction and action and this compulsive fear of resting being still being present um, in this 30-year journey one of the things I found out was why I fucking hate to meditate so much because, and I mean, I fucking tried, I fucking tried 20 years. I fucking tried. I went all into like hardcore medicate meditation. I was tying my fucking hair to the doorknobs like the yogi. So I wouldn't fall asleep. Um, my traumatic brain injury changed and brought me revelations about my meditation. One of those things was that I close my eyes 
when I am enduring pain. And that's where the start, and that's where I go off in my imagination. That's where I would disassociate because I lacked the strength and resources to fight back at that time, to escape, flight, fight, tucked my way out of fawn, so I fucking froze. And freezing is the scariest trigger for me. So now, now, 30 years later, um, extensive physical trauma to my nervous system and my brain and my skeletal structure and my muscle and a foundation of mental and emotional scars. All right. So I've arrived to just being really fucking simple with it. And I let go of the good girl griff of always having to multitask and be busy and put all this time into looking as fuckable for as long as possible. I now put that time and energy into my health therapies. I am a big fan of cellular regeneration. I'm a big fan of the, ah, fuck. Okay. So I've, um, explained in the first podcast, I have a traumatic brain injury, which I, it comes with one of the little quirks of aphasia. So once again, this is a podcast for inspiration. This podcast is in no way meant to diagnose or direct or teach. I'm just sharing what I've learned and what I feel. There's nothing I am selling. There are no services being offered. I'm just putting it out there because I wish I had something like this when I was seeking, um, seeking the release button out of this fucking uh, ride that your nervous system takes you on when you hold trauma long term in your body and I haven't found a release button but I have definitely learned a little more about how to work with the controls and specifically how to work with the controls with the female nervous system with the female hormonal system Taking it to that next level of attention, of feels, of being in my body instead of ignoring my body. Being in my heart power, feeling my heart calibrations, feeling the rhythm of my heart, feeling the tempo of my heart, feeling the flow of my juices, my, 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 my life juices, my lymphatic system. Um, one day that will cease to flow and the cellular material will no longer contain the spark of me. And where I go, that is above and out of above my pay grade. So at this time, I, instead of choosing to focus on 
where the fuck I'm going, which I've done in the past, I now choose to focus on what the fuck's going on right now. And why do I fucking care? And is this a fuck yes or is this a fuck no? Is, you know, is this a zero on the Richter scale of chaos or is it an 11? Something that is affecting my safety that needs my immediate attention and action. So anything below an 11, there is enough space and time for me to take a deep breath. And even give a little wiggle to the belly button as I send that breath all the way down through my cauldron, through my sheet magic, through my legs out through my toes, including the smallest bones in my body, the smallest joints, send that energy all the way through because the pinkies are the meridian, they're the water meridian. They are a channel for life force to move. So when I'm in trauma body, when I have my body armor on, when I'm moving through my environment clenching out of habit, a well-ingrained habit and groove, this takes up a lot of fucking energy and chi. And with my brain injury, it's like I have a much fucking smaller battery. I have less tolerance for multitasking and stress mind grind and worrying about which other shoe is going to drop next. And sometimes that's, I've been where my life resources were very close to the bone, not knowing if I will be under the same roof tomorrow night, not knowing how to get some of my most basic needs of hygiene and food met. So I acknowledge every day with heart power gratitude that I am living in my grace of now where my stress levels much lower and I am safe as much as I possibly can be in my home surrounded with my favorite favorite things on the face of this earth why because that sparks my joy and sparking my joy sparks my healthy hormones and sparking my healthy hormones helps assist healing my nervous system, healing my immunity, which then thus has this beautiful, just like waves, this, 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 this cycle of healing that occurs as our body takes in nutrients and releases out whatever is no longer needed that is taking up space, that is not paying rent, that's just got to go. It's time. 
and stepping into the responsibility of going through my life and slowly taking the responsibility to clean out the fucking nose and look around at my resources and see where I can bring in to my environment. Fuck yes. And this is my goal. Every day when I wake up, this is the foundation of every therapy that I choose at the level I am at with the resources I have to build upon the foundation that I've been working on talking a lot need a little water there um Years and years ago, one of the first self-care things I did was wake up and drink a glass of water. And um, I remember thinking, God, I fucking hate water. And somebody said, here, try this. It was bottled water instead of tap water. Growing up in Los Angeles, I was like, fuck, that's a whole new world. I used to drink it with lemon before (laughs) to disguise the taste of the tap water. Um. And then I just started only buying water for the house. I I rarely, if I'm out, you know, have something else. But um, because I was on a budget, I didn't buy extra type of drinks. I I taught my, I, I made, that was my first habit, my first healthy habit I ever installed for myself. And it took a while and it's growing through the years to now it's, what type of water I like, um, what's the, there's a word for it, it's gone, I'll think of it another time, but how is it filtered, that's it, um, what kind of glass I use, you know, what do I, you know, I, I really now just keep layering on that goal to just move through life. with my feels through my heart center. So I mentioned this is a raw tale of trauma and love and alchemy. People you say to me when I first started looking, because you know, it wasn't like I knocked it out of the park with the perfect therapist when I first started looking for help. I met a lot of fucking dicks too. Um, just, you know, I'm pouring my heart out, struggling with bulimia, struggling with, um, emotionally eating, treating my trauma with food so that I can have enough tryptophan going through my body that I can finally get a state of rest after moving through this clenched fucking grit of existence through all the chaos and shit that comes at you through the day when you're a girl that rides public transportation to and from school and who's very aware of the predators and the pests and the parasites around me and just trying to contain my energies 
so that I draw as little attention as possible. So this is the body armor I'm working to unwind. Currently, I'm working on unclenching my ass cheeks with second chakra alchemy. Um, I like to take my healing instead of separating myself out in little boxes, heart, spirit, physical, mental. It all comes from one place. It all just comes from what the fuck I'm feeling and how I'm moving through the world. And then this just like, you know, the the world is served from the saucer. Whatever pours out of me, the world is served from the saucer. So it's important that what is I'm receiving, and it took a long time for me to be able to say that word without crying, because when you've been traumatized, you get in the space where you're super independent. You learn to live with the lack. You need to learn to live with the crumbs. You learn that it's safer to be unseen and hide your truth than to step out. Because all I had left to protect was my heart and protect the little bubble of escape that would occur with creativity in nature. And since I was a child, whether it was the three trees on the front lawn, I would go sit in awe and wonder of to recharge and soothe my nervous system from the chaos where I would just gulp up the alone time or the crayons, the art, the imagination, the dancing to music, the smelling flowers, eating my favorite food, watching my favorite TV shows as a latchkey kid. Um, my my TV and movies were my portal to the outside world and was also something that was very, pop culture was very um, prominent in my life as a Gen X kid. It was just so intoxicating to see women start to express themselves differently than they had in the 50s and 60s and 70s. And this independence that I was seeing being mirrored to me, I desired more than anything. I just was absolutely holding on till I could be an adult and see if I could do it different than how my parents were doing it. Do it different than how the women in my family were doing it. All around me, everyone seemed to be living in a state of discontent, of holidays, of forced happiness 
and grueling hours of stress and work and meltdowns. Um, hours cooking for the men folk who are drinking and watching TV for hours. <laughs> and I hated the injustice <laughs> of being forced into the kitchen doing all the grunt work of dishes and trash and things like that and never being taught how to do the glory work that they all got celebrated for for a couple minutes before everyone dug in and the state of discontent that led up to those holidays and the state of discontent that continued after and and it just seemed that that was it. That, that was life. It was just a cycle of action and reaction to um, family get-togethers for holidays and such. And then all the in-between was trying to stay out of the radar of the chaos of trying to stay still and stay quiet as the chaos rained down upon me. To never give in to their demands on what the fuck was wrong with me. <laughs> because I was afraid to speak my truth. I was afraid that if I spoke my truth, I would be told I was lying and crazy and thrown out on the street. And as an adult, when I did tell them what was going on, I basically got painted the black sheep and have been um, ostracized. So, my now, I don't have a lot of outside focuses that pull my attention away from my focus right now. So I'm basically at a spot like, well, why the fuck not? Let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can do by leveling up my game and see, let's, let, let's see how, if we can get this self-love thing to stick. <laughs> For me, self-love is kind of like a, um, there's states of love and there's states of discontent. So I'm working on, you know, um, removing the fuck knows out of my environment. Like, fuck no, I don't want to keep staying in this mind grind of stress and, and tension. So when I catch it, when I catch the trigger and I developed kind of like how to check in with my body via breath, of course, always first, first, first breath is the go-to. There's the truth in the breath. Muscles, the feeling, the muscle tension. Where does it hurt? Where is it effortless? Where am I standing on my toes? Am I standing rolling my weight to the inside of my legs? Am I standing rolling my weight to the outside? Is my core, is my my muscles, my main muscle movers, my, my glutes, my ass, my belly, is it facing what I am working on? Is my arms and legs in alignment with my torso? Am I in alignment in my vessel? 
That is what I'm working on. Being alignment in my vessel. This is my now. And every time I slip out of an alignment, going through my alchemy, experimenting, switching it up, lightening the load, doing less, getting more and more focused on what is most important to me, what is my highest value. As I move through my environment, taking care of our pets in our home and being present with my favorite person in the world that I get to be married to and live with every day. Um, that was one of those fucking surprises that came out of nowhere in life, what I call those, mo those, those moments of grace. So how do I live and be present with my grace? And for someone who many times have come close to dying in car accidents, being hit by a bus, being gun raped, um, <laughs> um, doing stupid shit, um, like jumping out of airplanes and climbing off the sides of rocks and shit. Um, cause I used to think that I could scare the triggers out of me. For me, that didn't work. Uh, <laughs> and, but so many women, so many women every day was unable to survive their predators every day. So this is why I do this. I survived. I've had the grace to be able to and the resources to put the time and attention into my healing. So anything I can share that I've experienced or tried that worked or didn't work from a woman's perspective who's dealing with early pre-verbal trauma, like I say in the first podcast, I'll say it again, I've never had a dick. So I don't know what it's like to move through the world with one. One of the things I'm doing right now um, with my second chakra alchemy, my cauldron, um, this is, you know, the main power connector between roots and grounding and posture and balance in our toes, in our feet, in our joints, in our knees, rippling up that sensation, stacking our bones so that we may be at rest in our vessel. Um, I'm testing out to see what one of these babies can do. What can one of these earth ships do? What can one of these she models do? What can I do with the creative intelligence of she that I have been blessed with to today? What is possible for me to express with my creative intelligence of she? What is possible for me to express with my heart power? Um, as I said earlier, I had so much problem with confidence. I had so much problems with shining 
out my truth, shining out my art. So I took a lot of jobs to survive, but I constantly kept failing forward with my big fucking dreams. I kept freaking out in auditions. I kept dissolving into a bundle of tears. It took me three times to pass my driver's license test. I had freaking had panic attacks every single time. And then I became a really good driver. Um, so this is kind of like, this is it. This is the goal. I've been given the grace of life today. What am I going to do with that life? I've been given the grace of safety as a woman today. What can I express in a space of safety? In a space of safety, how much can I begin to dismantle and release this body armor? You know... Doing ho ho opono as I lay it to rest. You know, gratitude. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the self-destruction. I'm sorry for the abuse. I'm sorry for the lack of attention. I'm sorry for wanting to ever have to harm my body or the harm I have inflicted on my body. In the frustration. In the darkness of not understanding what these triggers were from my nervous system. What was these triggers to red flags in my environment that I was ignoring? That my body, my body's only, only, only directive, its biological drive is to survive. And if it needs to knock me the fuck out, which it has before, I, I have lost consciousness and it's fucking weird and disconcerting um it will take over so i like to see my body as a wonderland and there's so much my body does without my interference my my dog darla she hates the dog across the street <laughs> she hears the lady call for the she has a thing with pickles anyway um that was Darla. Where was I? So, I don't know. Once again, the, 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 these are the, these are the um, souvenirs from a traumatic brain injury is loss of flow. So this is why I know this is all intuitive. This is free form. I no longer, I'm unable to use scripts. So this is unscripted. That's why it's raw. Um, one of my quirks for my traumatic brain injury because of where it happened. A lot of logical and language learning systems were affected. But what is unaffected is my creative brain. So I can write intuitively and I can express myself verbally, intuitively, where I get um, switched up is when I have to travel over to the left side of the brain. Anywho, let's call it. This is a good time. Um, yeah. So that's my now. This is my focus on my now. And I, just FYI, um, I 
use coloring alchemy. I use coloring therapy. I use art therapy. I use play therapy. And so I share this on my social media. Um, I talk a lot about feels and moves. So um, I share on my Facebook page feels and moves from memes and videos and um, really filthy, funny shit. Um, and on my Instagram, I, I, I share my my current coloring practice and how I use project planning with my therapies and um, to keep me on track with my traumatic brain injury. And TikTok, um, hmm, still, still, still getting the hang with TikTok. I got a little triggered on TikTok. Um, it's not like I haven't had trolls like say absolutely horrific shit to me before, but um, this one got under my skin. So that's why I had to drop out and take some time out as I dealt with my own shadow work around shame um, with my body being broken and my fear of being seen in my truth. Um, so fuck it. <laughs> um, once again, I have the grace to be able to do it. I'm going to do it. This is, this is, this is how I honor my ancestors. This is how I honor my friends who are no longer on this journey. My, my people I love. They're my dance angels now. I'll make sure to dance with them. And, uh, thanks for hanging out with me. All right. Peace out. Be gentle with yourself. Believe in yourself. And um, that's Darlin Dobby saying bye and barking chihuahua. <laughs> All right, right on. Till the flip side.